Have you been noticing old lessons coming up again? Maybe old people returning to your life. There's actually a reason why all of this is happening right now. So if you're feeling a little wonky or you're having trouble sleeping, I'm going to explain part of why this could be happening. For all my moon children and astrology nerds out there, this one's for you. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. So, I actually was going to have a different episode scheduled for today, but after hearing a deep, deep calling from spirit, I feel like it's really important to go over the energy that's happening in the cosmos right now because everywhere I turn, people are feeling it. People are being affected by it. People are questioning why this is all happening to them and what is going on. Now, first of all, I want to remind you, everything is not happening to you. It is happening for you. That's number one, okay? We need to reframe that thinking and you need to start to switch your beliefs because the universe is doing these things for you, for your higher good, for a higher vibration to get you into alignment to where you need to be. So that's number one. Number two, we're not having pity parties over here. So if that's your MO, you're not going to want to listen to this episode. Number three, we have a ton going on in astrology right now. And I know that people are like, oh, astrology isn't real. Oh, astrology doesn't affect me. Well, I am here to tell you it absolutely does. Think about it this way. The moon rules over the tides of the ocean. If the moon can rule the ocean, which is what the earth is mostly made of, and it can rule the tides, guess what? We too can be affected by the energy of the moon, the sun, all of the planets, comets, asteroids, all of the things, because we too are made up of mostly water. If you are not into astrology, again, this ain't for you. If you are like, all right, I need to know what's going on, why I'm feeling this way, then you want to stay tuned and listen up because I'm going to give you a very, very deep explanation as to why you're feeling what you're feeling, what we're moving into, and what you can expect over the next few weeks. All right? So if you've been following me on social media, I have been very vocal of the fact that we have six planets stationed retrograde right now, which basically means is that the planets are moving backwards. Okay? So they are not moving forwards. They are moving backwards. Just like zodiac signs that each has its own meaning, the planets too have their own meaning. So not only do we have six planets retrograde right now, we also have Chiron retrograde, which Chiron, he's a little bugger. He's an icy comet. So he's not a planet, he's a comet. And basically, he is really all about sending messages. 
which makes total sense that this is coming to be right now because we also are experiencing Mercury retrograde, which is also about communication. Chiron, he is representative of the wounded healer. So this is bringing up stuff from our past lives, stuff from our childhood. And it's also showing us where we have our greatest gift. And it's allowing us to see the redemption and rejuvenation, depending on where Chiron is in our own personal birth charts. But with Chiron being retrograde right now, it's forcing us to reflect on these childhood and past lives. So if you're feeling a little wonky, Chiron is definitely part of the issue. But like I said, we do have six planets stationed retrograde right now. And those six planets are Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, Saturn, Mercury, and Jupiter. The good news the planets start to station direct again and start to move forward again at the beginning of October. I believe, and this is off the top of my head, but I do believe Mercury stations direct October 2nd or thereabout. So that being said, we're starting to come out of it already. Now, when planets station direct, we get that forward momentum. We get that forward movement. We see the things that we are trying to make happen begin to happen. Whereas when the planets are retrograde, when they are moving backwards, things tend to slow down. We tend to be more inside. We look within a little more. We tend to move a little slower. We tend to reflect a little more. All of these kinds of things. And it also tends to delay things that we're looking to make happen, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It gives us the opportunity to really, really think about it. Really, really come up with a game plan on what we want it to look like and all that jazz. Now, Like I said, we have all of these planets in retrograde. So Mercury, it is the fastest moving planet. It is also the closest to the sun. And this little bugger goes retrograde three times a year. It's all about communication and thought. So our rational, our scientific, our practical brains are what Mercury really activates. If you're noticing that your communication's a little off, if you're noticing your thoughts don't really always make the most sense right now, we can chalk that up to Mercury retrograde. If you're having tech issues, Mercury retrograde, hey, how are you? But I don't want you to freak out that these planets are retrograde because a lot of the time these retrogrades show us where we are out of alignment and the areas we need to get back into alignment. For instance, I know personally Certain aspects of my life are not in alignment right now, and they are vibrating at a lower frequency than I am at now. So I am closing the chapter on these certain things, and I will be moving forward into the new stuff probably around the first week of October. It's just line-wise how everything is happening. But we also have Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. And those of you that say, Pluto is not a planet anymore. Okay, fine. But we still feel his energy. So guess what? We're going to talk about it. Okay. Pluto is in retrograde and has been in retrograde for quite some time. He also tends to stay in the same signs for quite a long time because he's way far out there. Pluto is the planet that deconstructs to reconstruct, but it's on a deep level. It affects the collective and it affects our unconscious or subconscious. I want you to think about how this is affecting the collective right now. If you look, if you're in the US and you look at what's going on in our country right now, totally makes sense. There is letting go of old aspects. There is change. We know change is still on the horizon. We are eliminating all of the deep emotional attachments that we've once had. 
And if, again, you look at the collective, this totally makes sense. So Pluto, yeah, we want to pay attention to it, but Pluto, it's going to happen regardless. And it happens deep and slow that you're not even going to realize that it's actually happening. All right. Pluto isn't in your face the way Mercury retrograde can be. Which is why people freak out about Mercury retrograde when in actuality it's just because the energy is closer to Earth, which is why we feel it a little more. Okay? Okay. On to the next. We have Neptune. Neptune is retrograde. And Neptune is the ruler of Pisces. So it has a lot of that uncertainty, divine timing, surrender, releasing the unknown, the trust in the universe. That's what... Neptune truly embodies this is going with the flow so the fact that Neptune is retrograde right now you might find it a little more difficult you might be feeling like there's stuff that you know is there but you can't see it and that's okay once Neptune stations direct later in the year you're going to begin to see it then let's go Uranus because we're going backwards to the planets Uranus Neptune and Pluto are all similar because they're the outer planets and these are more the subconscious. These are more on a spiritual level. We don't feel these energies as strongly as the inner planets, which are Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. So the outer planets do happen on more of a subconscious level. But Uranus is really cool because it allows us to see things from a new perspective. It's intuitive. It's eccentric. It's where we want freedom. It's revolutionary change. So when Uranus is is retrograde, it allows us to see what needs to be changed and reflect on where the change needs to be. And once it stations direct again, we'll be able to see it begin to move forward in that change. Saturn and Jupiter. Now these two planets kind of go together. So Jupiter is the expansion and the long-term goals, whereas Saturn is the structuring of those long-term goals, if that makes any sense. These two kind of go hand in hand, in addition to the fact that like Jupiter is good luck and good fortune, it is also optimistic, it has wisdom and faith, and it's really about envisioning what's possible. So when it's retrograde, we're slowing it down. The ideas may be coming to us, but they're not full. They're not totally clear. And that would make total sense with Neptune retrograde right now too. We're getting these ideas, but they're not coming in super clear. We don't really know what we're going to do with these ideas. Okay, fine. So my advice to you, if this is the case for you, you want to kind of table these ideas, maybe write them on a whiteboard, maybe in a journal, and just kind of hold on to them until you get the inkling that it's time to release them and time to bring them out into the world. Now, Saturn. Saturn is the planet of hard work. Saturn and Jupiter are both like long-term goals, long-term structures. Saturn requires patience. If you are not seeing the things you're looking to manifest come to be, you need to practice patience. And the fact that Saturn is the planet of patience when it's stationed direct, you got to just wait a little longer while it's stationed retrograde. Saturn, when it does station direct again, which that will be soon as well, Saturn rewards hard work. 
if you're doing the inner work, if you're doing the work that you know you need to do in order to be more in alignment, more in line with where you're going, more in line with who you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to go, then you're going to be rewarded for that hard work. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be a millionaire when Saturn stations direct again, but you will notice that things are going a little more easily. Things are starting to work out a little better for you. Whereas if you use this retrograde to not do any of the work and not reflect and not, you know, not face it, well, good luck to you. I don't want to know what karma is coming your way because Saturn is the planet of karma. Now, when I say karma, we need to remember, and I know I've said this in another episode, but karma is what is. Karma is neither good nor bad. Karma is what is. And we need to take that moving forward. Whew. Okay. Those are, in a nutshell, all of the planets retrograde, all of the energies they rule over. And if any of that resonated, I want you to really think about why you're feeling what you're feeling. And now that you know this is why you're feeling it, how can you use this to move you forward? Now, this episode is being dropped on Tuesday, September 20th. This upcoming weekend we have a ton more stuff going on. In addition to all of those planets and Chiron being retrograde, we have a lot of astro stuff coming this weekend. That being said, September 22nd at 9.04 p.m. Eastern Time, the sun is going to enter Libra. Why is this important? Well, this is going to be shifting the energy big time. So we're coming out of Virgo season, which is an earth sign a feminine earth sign. And we are moving into the masculine air sign of Libra. Now, it's not a bad thing. Libra is a cardinal sign. When we have cardinal signs, they're the initiators. They're the doers. We like to really begin things during this time. Not a bad thing, right? However, Libra being Libra, if you know anything about astrology, is represented by the scales. But It's all about seeing what is moral and just, being agreeable, having everything work in harmony. And if you're a Libra, happy birthday, but a lot of Libras have to feel like what they're doing is right. That could be a Libra, sun, moon, rising. Think about balance, the scales. Now in tarot, Libra is represented by the justice card, which rules over the courts. It rules over legal stuff, contracts, documents, that kind of stuff. Libra rules over the seventh house in astrology. Now, the seventh house is all about relationships. It's finding the balance within these relationships. It's finding the commitments, the boundaries, the extrinsic values. But at the same time, It's all about balancing karma, which if you were listening just a few minutes ago, you would remember me saying that Saturn was the planet of karma. We have the sun moving into the sign of Libra. Libra does rule over relationships. A lot of the retrograde planets that we're experiencing right now are also affecting relationships due to their placement in the sky right now. If you are noticing your relationships are wild, and I'm not talking only like your romantic partner, 
I'm talking any kind of relationship, any kind of interpersonal relationship, more so friendships or romantic relationships or collegial. I would put the focus there and really, really focus on what these planets are trying to tell you and focus on that and aim to fix it. Then we also get the fall equinox, which officially comes September 23rd. But here's the thing. When we experience an equinox, it's 12 hours of light and 12 hours of dark, right? This is a day that we can consciously match our energy with nature and really focus on our cycles and how they line up. Because fall, technically, up here in the Northern Hemisphere, Whereas in the Southern, I know you guys are going into spring. But our lives go through cycles just like nature. We have cycles of growth and harvest and death and rebirth, just like the four seasons. So use this fall equinox to really harvest. And what do I mean by that? Really reflect on the fruit or, you know, things you were able to grow over the summer. Really be proud of that. Really cherish it. Really take note of it. And while I know it might not feel like a harvesting season for everybody, it is an important time to really just acknowledge it. And if you're super witchy and you want to do a Mabin ritual, I say go for it. You know, I think it's really important to do reflection and really just look at what worked, what maybe needs some more work, and to begin to move forward from there. It's a very, very good time to reflect, especially with all these planets stationed retrograde and everything shifting into Libra. Now, Libra being an air sign, the energy is going to feel different. It is. And a couple days later on the 25th, guess what? We get a Libra new moon. So not only are we shifting into Libra season, not only are we getting the fall equinox, equal times of day and night, we're also getting the chance to manifest with a Libra new moon on September 25th. This Libra new moon, what are we talking about? What does it mean? I know I haven't spoken about astrology on the podcast yet, but I am a big moon nerd. Like, I love it. I really, truly love it. I find it so interesting, and the more and more I learn about it, the more it just makes sense, okay? The new moon means it's a new cycle, right? It's a new cycle. If you look up to the sky, you're not going to see anything because there is nothing there. The moon is becoming reborn. Here's what you need to know about this. No matter what kind of new moon it is, a new moon represents a new beginning. So when the moon is in Libra, you're going to feel more focused on balance, on harmony, on, you know, like tranquility. And anything that seems imbalanced, you're going to want to fix it. It's not 
a bad energy by any means, but we also need to keep in mind that we have Mercury retrograde and five other planets and Chiron in retrograde. So we want to be very careful with how we're speaking and not trying to balance things that really we have no business balancing. We just want to be mindful of everything going on so we're aware. The Libra New Moon is all about finding ways to establish, reestablish the balance. You're going to want to balance things if they're not balanced. But this also allows us to find neutral a lot easier. If you know anybody that's a Libra Sun Moon Rising, they tend to be very neutral, right? They are able to get themselves to that place of neutrality a lot quicker than other people. Why? Because that's their natural state. Now, whether it's personal or business, and this does really lean more towards relationships, Libra tends to be able to find that neutral spot and come from a place of clarity and common sense quicker than others. Quicker than, let's say, somebody that might have a Taurus moon or a Leo moon or any of that other fire energy. Because it's a new moon, though, I wouldn't be surprised if some people listening to this start to find new relationships. And again, that doesn't have to be romantic. It could be platonic or collegial. But new relationships coming in would totally make sense now because Libra does rule over the house of relationships, the seventh house. And it's almost a reset button to really look at your emotions and really kind of start over with a new sense of balance. Makes sense, huh? I want to urge you, over this next week, the energy is going to be shifting. If you're feeling the retrograde of these planets hard, breathe, okay? We're almost done with the real, real heaviness of it. We're going into an air sign, which is a lot lighter in certain respects. It's a cardinal sign, which is going to initiate a lot of us wanting to do. The following week, when we start to move into October, Mercury is going to station direct and other planets are going to be stationing direct in October too. The energy is going to start to move. If you're feeling unbalanced, my advice to you is to get outside with nature Make self-care a priority. Maybe even just focus on your breathing. But make sure your body is taken care of. Take care of you. Because we cannot pour from an empty cup. So, I'm going to leave you there for today. If you have any questions about any of this stuff, feel free to message me on Instagram or Facebook, or you can shoot me an email Or if you want to book a natal chart session with me to really understand how this energy is really affecting you personally, feel free. But I suggest doing it in September while my sessions are still half off. I wanted to just say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast and nourish yourself. We love you. We love your support. As always, check me out on Instagram at Stephanie Marie underscore 222 or find me on Facebook, Stephanie Marie. I hope to see you when I see you. Sending you so much love and light. Wishing you a magical day.